Hello and welcome back to The Drew View. In today's show, we're going to be talking about the fact that Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon have both left Fox News and CNN, respectively, and what that means for American media and what it could potentially mean for the 2024 race. I'm Drew Bennett, and you're listening to The Drew View. Alrighty, welcome back, folks. So I'm sure you've probably noticed by now, but this episode is being released in the afternoon, not in the morning. I'm going to take full responsibility for that one. I had a super busy weekend, didn't get around to recording this week's, uh, sorry, today's episode earlier. I wasn't able to publish it in the morning. It's coming out in the afternoon. It was a result of my own mistakes, and I apologize. I will have tomorrow's episode recorded and it will be coming out in the morning because I'm going to record it right after this one because there's a lot I do want to talk about between what happened last weekend to what happened today and then I have the different segments or whatnot that I'll do. So the first thing that I wanted to get into today is I'm kind of going to tackle this topic in three different sections. So the first section I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to be talking about what Tucker Carlson and Fox News parting ways means. Then the next segment, I'm going to talk about what Don Lemon and CNN parting ways means. And then the third, I'm going to kind of tie the two together and give you my thoughts on what is happening in general with the news media. But let's ask the question of the day. So with Tucker Carlson leaving, I'm going to ask, when was Tucker Carlson's first episode of the Tucker Carlson show. I think it was called Tucker Carlson Tonight. It's crazy to talk about it in the past tense. It's so surreal to me. But anyway, when did the first episode air? What year? And then extra credit if you get the month. So I will be answering that question at the end of the episode. So if you haven't heard by now, it is confirmed, sorry to burst your bubble, that Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News in that eight o'clock time slot. He will no longer be having the Tucker Carlson Tonight Show, which is a big bummer, I think, for a lot of people in the conservative realm because Tucker Carlson, a lot of people didn't just watch him because of Fox News. A lot of people didn't just watch him because of the time slot that he was on. A lot of people didn't watch him because of any of those reasons. They watched him because they wanted a little bit of the truth and they wanted a little bit of news and commentary that was presented in a way in which it was conservative, but it was also interviewing people and just using a lot of common sense. I think Tucker Carlson kind of had that same demographic that Donald Trump did, and I think that's where he kind of hit with that group because he was very relatable. A lot of people could watch Tucker Carlson, understand what he had to say. He would bring up different topics, and he would just really make things understandable. You wouldn't think that the guy was in his 50s by the way he talked about everyday issues. He could really relate to people. He could talk about the issues that were going on in the day, and he seemed a lot more relatable than a lot of people found him to be more relatable than some of Fox News's other hosts that happen to be a little bit older or just seem to be a little bit more out of touch. He seemed like he was always passionate about what he was talking about. He seemed like he always had 
some good like goals in mind. And at the heart of it, it seemed like he just wanted the best for the country. So it is really sad to see Tucker go. And I was kind of bummed when I heard that just because I do like listening and I did like listening to the uh, Tucker Carlson Tonight Show. But as with a lot of people who do partisan political commentary, he had a lot of people that did that disliked him heavily. A lot of people said, uh, I'm not sure we like this guy. A lot of people just didn't like Tucker, thought that he was too biased, thought that he was too conspiratorial. But that was also what a lot of people found to be uh, what a lot of people liked about him. So you have this balancing act going on. But he is out at Fox News. Now, they say it's a mutual decision. You know, they both wanted. And that's one of those things that it seems hard for me to understand. Like, it doesn't seem like either of them were planning on this happening. Uh, he said that, you know, we'll be, we'll be back again on Monday. So it seemed like this was a very spur of the moment thing. This didn't seem like something that was kind of planned, not something that was, you know, it just didn't seem like something that was ready to just be done. It didn't seem like Tucker was ready to just get out of there. He was just doing some super high-level interviews. I think he did what? Elon Musk and Donald Trump within like a couple weeks span. Like he was doing very high-profile interviews. He was doing a lot of things that I would have said, yeah, there's no way he's leaving Fox News. I think from what I understand, he, out of all news networks, out of all political commentary, anything, I think he gets the most views out of anyone because of that reason. Uh, a lot of the news networks are left-leaning. He's one of the only right-leaning conservative hosts of a political commentary show or a news show that actually kind of leaned to the right and brought things from a more conservative perspective than a lot of his other counterparts. And it's just hard to believe that somebody that was at the top, somebody that was getting more views and, you know, listeners and everything than anybody would want to just step away. And that's why I wonder how mutual this decision was. Did Fox News really want Tucker gone? Did Tucker really want to leave Fox News? Like, I don't think this is something that both sides were excited about. It, it doesn't seem like that's even possible. I think that Tucker Carlson, at the end of the day, people will follow him wherever he goes because he was a guy that Many people enjoyed. Many people will continue to listen to wherever he goes. But for Fox News, that's going to put them in the hole. I, I've said before that, you know, I was talking to a couple other people about this, and I said they bud lighted themselves. They, they took one of their biggest demographics and alienated them. This younger group that would listen to Tucker Carlson, if you don't know, if you look at like the demographics, Tucker Carlson pulled in more younger viewers than any of the other uh, news network shows. Uh, most of them, you know, the average age of people watching is like 70 years old and his was like 50, which is still old, but it's significantly younger than a lot of other people because the young people who did want to get news and commentary wanted to get it from a more relatable and a more conservative perspective. That's why his demographics were so young and so ideal for somebody who is trying to stand out in a crowded field. That was one of the biggest things that Tucker did. He stood out in a field of people where a lot of people who listen to Fox News or CNN or tune into any of that, they're usually older folks, but people would turn on Tucker Carlson 
only Tucker Carlson, nothing else on the network. They would turn him on just to hear what he had to say for the night. He had 15 minutes of his, you know, his 15 minute open or whatever would be up there with the best. He would do interviews that are up there with the best. Like nobody did had opens or did interviews like he did. There was so much that he did well. And it's just crazy to me that this happened. One of the things I kind of threw out my mind, I said, what do you think about Tucker Carlson potentially jumping into the 2024 race? What if Fox News, you know, they had something going on where they were going to let go of him. And he said, you know what? I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. So I wouldn't completely count that out. I think he's probably just going to end up taking a slot at a place like the Daily Wire or something. I don't know if he'll go back into cable television just because wherever he goes, it's either going to be super liberal and they're going to want to censor whatever he says or any of the right right leaning ones, sorry, are not going to be as big of a market as he would want and aren't going to be able to pay him probably as much as he wants. But look for him to potentially go to a place like the Daily Wire or the Blaze or to get involved in something like that. Maybe go on YouTube or Rumble, find a way that he can get his word out there because his big, uh, you know, like I was mentioning, his target demographic is a little bit younger people. So maybe we won't see him on cable again. Maybe we'll see him on one of those other platforms. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes if he decides, you know what, screw it, I'm going to run for president in 2024, because I think that would make the race so interesting. I think it would pretty much eliminate Ron DeSantis from competition. I think it would then be between Trump and Tucker. I don't think Tucker would do that, but I mean, I don't know. It it definitely could happen. And if it did, that's probably who I would vote for, because I think Tucker has policies that are almost the same is Trump's, but he will know how to handle the media so well because he's, well, been in media for most of his life. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. I wish him nothing but the best. Tucker's a good guy. He's, you know, anyone who I've ever heard talk about him makes it sound like he was a very nice guy. He was good at what he did, and I wish him the best of luck wherever he goes. I guess I should also mention before I stop you know, talking about him, move on to the next person is that he did probably get some sort of backlash from Fox or maybe he was leaving or I think this could have had something to do with the fact that the Dominion lawsuit ended up with Fox paying Dominion like $750 million. So maybe Fox had to cut some of their costs and he was their most expensive guy. Maybe it had to do with the fact that he was pushing that conspiracy or whatever more than anybody else. It's interesting to kind of think about it, but until more comes out and we'll see if more does come out, it'll be interesting to just speculate what kind of happened there and why he left. What's next for Fox? Who's going to fill that slot? I mean, talk about some big shoes to fill. So it'll be interesting to see. I wish again, like I said, I wish Tucker nothing but the best. Fox News, well, we'll see how they do. And now we can get on to talking about a man that I don't look at so favorably, and that is Don Lemon. So Don Lemon, finally, is out at CNN. Now, what a surprise that one of the people at CNN who's the most 
one of the most controversial and one of the most ignorant and frankly irrational and dare I say stupid people that work for the network is finally out. And this one did not really catch me by surprise. He, as I do recall, he had a primetime slot. He was one of their primetime commentators. He then made a couple stupid comments and people probably just stopped watching him and he got moved to a morning show where he continued to make stupid comments and act like a fool and now he's out. It's really crazy to me that he was even able to stay there for that long because there are some instances where I look at somebody and say, you know what, yeah, they were very controversial, but at least they didn't make a complete and utter fool out of themselves. Like there are some other people at CNN that I, you know, absolutely disagree with and people that I think are absolutely wrong on a lot of issues, but at least they present their point of view and their opinions in a way in which they make themselves look intelligent. And a lot of what Don Lemon has done, even lately, I was watching a segment where he was uh, interviewing Vivek Ramaswamy. He was completely, completely ignorant. He not only was rude to Vivek and was absolutely rude to a guest that he had on his show, but one of his co-hosts had some time to ask questions and she didn't even get time because he was sitting there running his mouth. And it started because Vivek was basically saying that, for example, that black Americans were only able to enjoy a lot of their rights and freedoms that they have under the Constitution once they were able to use the Second Amendment to defend those rights and defend those protections. And uh, Lemon was like, oh, no, there there are still so many rights that black Americans don't have. And Vivek was basically basically like, I completely disagree with you. And immediately, what does Lemon go to? The only thing he knows how, play the race card. Well, you are not, you are not a black person in America. You have no right to talk about this. You just better shut up right now. And, and you look at the two on TV and it's just hilarious to me because he talks about the color of their skin. If you look at the two, Vivek arguably has darker skin than Lemon. It's just from a, you know, Vivek is an Indian man and Don is a black man. And, you know, you look at the two and it's like, what are you talking about? You're discrediting what Vivek says. Disregard the color of his skin. All he's trying to do is make a point here about what is going on in our country and how he thinks that, no, there are not rights that black people are not granted legally. That's true. There's no right in America, the black people do not have that whites do. It's maybe uh, you can argue different social aspects here or there, but it's nothing legally. And what Vivek was arguing was that legally, there is nothing in this country that black Americans don't have that white Americans do. And uh, uh, other than maybe affirmative action protections, uh, black people get into more colleges and get more scholarships because of affirmative action programs. But other than that, there's no right that whites have that black Americans don't. There's nothing different in how the two groups are looked at legally. So you, you're looking at that and you, and you just look and Vivek was making a great point, but all Don reverted to was he essentially, without saying it, said that all I'm going to do is use my skin color to invalidate everything you say and try and win the debate because I really have 
uh, no points of logic. I don't have uh, any sort of facts to back that up. I just have my personal experience as a black man in America. Like, Don, you are making an insane amount of money. Or, well, <laughs> I guess you you were making an insane amount of money at a news network, and you're going to act like you just have it so rough. Oh, poor Don. Oh, Don, how bad I feel for you. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. I don't really care. But it's just crazy to me that he's going to get on there and say all of that, act like he has it so bad, and then he's going to tell Vivek, who is trying to make a logical point and is trying to talk to Don about what he just said, Don's just like, nope, nope, can't say anything about it. Nope, shut up, you're not black. Like, it's just ridiculous that instead of having a debate on the actual issue, you just revert to, well, because this is my skin color, I get to say and you don't. Like, shut up. That That is the most dumb, ignorant thing you could say. It just shows that you have no logic to back your points up with, and you're going to think that you can just win an argument, completely ignore your co-host, not let her ask any questions, and you're just going to sit there and make yourself look like a fool. So Don is one person that, I mean, he got to where he was, so I guess you got to give him some credit, but there was a reason he was demoted and then fired from CNN. I don't really feel too much sympathy for him. Wherever he goes, I'm sure he'll bring all 12 of his viewers with him. So if you listen to Don Lemon, first off, I'm sorry. Second of all, why? And third, well, I guess you can follow him wherever he goes, but I don't feel as bad for him as I, and I don't have as much concern or questions as to why he was fired, just because he was making a bunch of stupid comments and made himself look like a fool. And I think in a way to try and be controversial to get his primetime slot back, just made himself look very, very ignorant and very, very dumb. He just really made himself look like a fool. So I don't feel too much sympathy for him. Now, I want to talk about what I see is kind of the future for news media just because of what has happened today. So a lot of the controversial, the most controversial figures in news media today were just fired within uh, like a four hour span. And I guess I don't know the details. I don't think Tucker was fired. It sounded mutual. Who knows whether it was or not. I'm sure more information will come out about that. But the fact that those two are leaving their respective networks, it makes me think a few things about news media. Number one, they are actually starting to care more about, or at least it seems like, or they want to put off the persona that they are caring more about news and saying, hey, you can leave your political opinions at the door. You're not going to come on here and be super controversial and you're not going to be able to say whatever you want about these different conspiracies or say all this controversial stuff and expect no backlash to come from it. So that is where it sounds like these news outlets are coming from. Now, whether or not that's true, it'll be interesting to see. But if they're trying to get back to real news, talking about real news and not just doing glorified political commentary disguised as news, I think that is actually a win. I think that what is going to happen is viewership is going to go way down and the average age for people who watch the news is going to go 
up even more. It's going to be a lot of older people because a lot of younger people, they care more about political commentary than they do about actual news. I mean, you see that with uh, YouTube and TikTok and all of these different media, social media, any of that. All of these forms of content are very short and it's all people just, you know, talking about their opinions and just blasting their opinions all over the web. And what happens with a lot of these news outlets, or at least what it seems like they're trying to do, is make it more objective, make it more news first, commentary second. And I think that could be a good thing. I think that will be a good thing if that's the direction that they're going. However, if these two are just going to be replaced with some other controversial figure until something else happens, either they make a stupid comment or their company is sued and has to pay money in a lawsuit, I don't think too much will change, but it will be interesting to see how that dynamic shifts throughout the next couple of years. I think it could play a very important role in the 2024 election, depending on if these news outlets are actually going to be more unbiased and just report news and whatever news stories are most important instead of reporting whatever they feel like suits a political agenda first and then everything else after that. I don't think that it's bad to have people on a news network that have political biases because, let's be honest, everybody does, but have people on that are going to talk about the issues first and then are going to add their commentary in maybe afterwards or make that secondary. But let's just be able to turn on the news and get, I don't know, news instead of commentary because we know that we can get commentary in plenty of places. We turn on the news trying to get news. So if that's the goal in all of this, in firing Don and firing Tucker, if it's to try and get less controversial people on there, less controversial people lasting their political opinions, I do think that could be a good thing. But with that is going to come lower viewership. Alrighty, folks. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about in today's episode. I'm going to be talking about a few things from the weekend and doing my next segment a little bit later, but we got to answer that question of the day. So the answer to that question was November of 2016. It was a couple of weeks, maybe only a week or two after the 2016 presidential election. So The timing on that was pretty interesting, but Tucker Carlson came and had his first show called the Tucker Carlson Tonight Show on November of 2016. So congratulations if you got that right, if you remember that. Uh, I did not know that until, you know, I had to look it up, but congratulations if you got that right. Alrighty, thank you guys for sticking around until the end of the episode. I do want to again just say sorry that this video is coming out in the afternoon slash evening instead of earlier in the morning when it should be. I do apologize for that, but I'm going to get into my closing prayer now. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this day that you've given us. I want to thank you for the opportunity that you've given me to come on and talk about issues that I'm very passionate about. But Lord, I just pray that you give me wisdom and guidance and what I talk about and just Let my words be a reflection of you and all that I say and all that I do. And Father, I just pray that you be with our country. We're so divided and we have such division in our country, both in our media and our personal lives and our politics. It's just the division is so clear all around us, Lord. But 
help us to be better at just coming together, loving one another, and doing whatever we can for the betterment of each other, because that's what you would do. We love you, Lord. We thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for sticking around until the end of another episode. Thank you guys if you were able to tune in today. I know the timing was a lot off from what it normally is, but just be sure to subscribe to the channel and let your friends know about the Drew view. Thank you guys. I can't wait to see you guys again tomorrow, but until then, stay blessed.